Hey everyone, we're back with another episode of The Training Log. Back together, in person. Look at this, we did it, we're back. We are back, both sounding pristine and high quality. I'm really excited for you all to hear today's episode. Do you want to tell them why now? Yeah, we have an amazing guest, the name Joe Perrazzo. That's going to mean a lot to you in a very short time, because we just interviewed him. He is really insanely nice guy, um, couldn't have been a better first guest for us. Uh, first guest that wasn't directly Oneonta or us related. Uh, he runs for University of Florida. He holds very fast PRs that we get into. It was just an overall amazing, amazing interview. Yeah, he's a great guy. Also really fast. A lot of insight on the sport of running, and it was great to hear from him. Insight on a good D1 program like University of Florida. Um, so before we get into that, um, we're just going to keep this very short. But And we talk about it in the episode a little bit. Noah, we raced yesterday, didn't we? We did. Did it go well yesterday? No. Yeah, it didn't that well. It it went very, very not well. Yeah. Um, it was billed as a bit of a first ever me versus Noah mile. <laughs> and there was a lot going into it. But unfortunately, unfortunately for me, fortunately for you, Noah came out on top. I'll give him his respect. Now, as... As much as I'm respecting him for beating me. I still race very bad. We did not run <laughs> very fast times yeah. at all. So the win doesn't really mean anything. It's not. Re- I, You know, I'll give you the respect you deserve, but we both, I think you can speak on behalf of yourself. As I can be speak on behalf of you as well. It didn't go... It didn't go like we wanted to. Yeah, I ran a 450. And I ran a 454. We're trying to break 430 this year, guys. Yes. Oof. But it's all up from here, they say, right? We're just in the middle of a training block, and we're just going to get better. Yes. It's only going to get... We're freshmen. We talk about this in the episode. Yep. First collegiate race on the track ever. Learning experience. And boy, we learned pretty quick. Boy, we learned. And so, we have a race next week. We'll probably talk about it next episode. So, we'll be fine. We're going to be fine. You know what was fine? This interview we just did. <laughs> I agree. Let's get into it right now. Ladies and gentlemen... Please enjoy the Joe Perazzo episode. Hello, and welcome back to episode number seven now of the Training Log Podcast. Um, I am Lucas Berg, along with Noah Pickard, and today we have a very special guest joining us. Noah, do you want to say who it is? Yes, Joe Perazzo. Joe, how are you doing today? Very good. How are you guys? We're doing great. Yeah. Uh, Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Yeah, it's so exciting. Um, first question for you, uh, growing up in New York City, how is like running in florida now like yeah, just the transition we- like? yeah how's that transition like with the weather seeing palm trees every day probably right like that's got to be so cool right it is pretty cool um coming to florida the weather was a big driving factor when i was looking at schools i pretty much solely looked like below north carolina um and i knew i wanted like that warm climate i just wanted to be able to experience that um and it is really nice to have to be able to live in such a warm climate running can be tough during the summer like in october it was still like 85 degrees and humid so that was a little bit of an adjustment but i've always been good with the heat and it's just more of a mental thing it just helps you be tough mm-hmm. i think it's funny you say that because my whole school decision process was i wanted to make sure i was cold in the winter just because like i f- that's you know being from new york i just feel at home when it's cold in the winter but i get where you're coming for where where you're coming from as well so so you like the seasons i like i love them like i kind of like 
it's gonna sound weird. I kind of base my whole life around it. I feel like I like to, I like to think about each season as its own specific thing for me. So I don't know. I like when it's cold. I just love running in the snow. To be honest, just like yeah, it's fresh powder. You know, just go out there on a trail and just run out of snow. I love it. And it's nice how like you can just go out and then by the time you warm up, you're so comfortable. Like it doesn't feel cold. It doesn't feel hot. You're just completely comfortable when your body's heated up in like 30 degree weather. Or so you know. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. And it's something that I really didn't get. So I was in Florida the past weekend visiting my grandma. Oh, yeah. And there was one day where I was running. It was like, it wasn't even that hot. It was like high 70s, but it's humid. Yeah. I, I was struggling. Just going by like a little below eight minute pace, I was struggling. It was it was bad. That's why I like running up here. No, definitely. Especially when you're in the mode of winter time and then in 75 degrees. Like yesterday, I had a race and I was warming up. It was 72 degrees and humid. and that was weird for me. It's usually, I'm used to running outside of the armory and it's like 30 degrees. Yeah. So on our Florida talk, I know the weather, right, is a huge driving factor of why you chose Florida. What other factors did you consider looking at a college academically also? And what's your major too? So I'm currently undecided, but I'm thinking about taking the route of psychology. Um, That's subject to change, but as of now, that's just where my intuition is taking me. So I'll just follow that. But I'm just going to take it day by day. Um, as for why I chose Florida, when I came here and took my official, I just really loved the team. I just had a good feeling when I came here. Um, and my gut told me this was a good place. I had a really good offer from University of North Florida, and it was an extremely close decision between those two. But at the end of the day, my intuition and just my gut told me to come here and mainly because of the team. And I just hit it off with them. We get along super well. And it it ended up, I I think I made the right decision. Um, I love the team. We have a really good coach. The program's going in the right direction. So I'm excited to be here. I think a thing I notice, and I'm super happy for you that you say that because the thing I notice uh, with a lot of people when they talk about their college decisions is it usually always comes down to the team um, because you can be in a place that you like, you can be academically a place you like, but if you're going to be spending a lot if not all of your time with these people if you don't get along with them then what's it really even matter honestly in the Make end or break, exactly really. but you talked about um just your decision going into that i realized we never really did this so let's kind of get a bit of an introduction going you don't really have to speak too much on them but can you just kind of say some uh just your prs real quick just to get a good introduction to the people who don't know you yeah so i'm a freshman in college now i'm currently i redshirted cross country probably going to redshirt indoor. Um, and then there's a higher chance I'll use my eligibility for outdoor possibility um, because I'm, I may do the steeplechase. So I may be able to score there. Um, but in high school, I ran 408 in the full mile and 855 in the two mile and 1445 in the 5k on the track. King of New York, as some people would say. So, uh. <laughs> Or the king of Staten Island, at least. Uh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um. So obviously amazing PRs. Can you talk to us a little bit about your start in the sport of running? Yeah. So when I was younger, um, first of all, I've never been into sports. Like other than track, even now, I'm just not interested in sports. So my parents signed me up for soccer, all these different sports. When I was in like the first grade or so, never liked any of it. Um, But I always used to play tag when I was younger. I'd play tag and race my friends. Like I loved running. So my parents just signed me up for running in the first grade. And I was super shy. So I, I actually just wouldn't run for the coach. I would just out of shyness, just I was too scared to run. I didn't want to do anything. Um, but eventually I ended up loving it. It just took off. I'm lucky to have found something that kind of clicked for me. 
Um, and then in middle school, I stopped running. I just took a break. Um, it was just going through that phase, I guess. And then I came back in high school and then it kind of just took off again. Like my passion was through the roof. Cause I, I saw people, I'm extremely competitive and I saw people who got better than me, who I used to run against. And I was like far behind. I was like, I have to catch them, you know? So that was my, my purpose for being in the sport. And that's what really drove me. It took off from there. Um, yeah, I think the competitiveness is something you see a lot. A lot of the, <laughs> a lot of runners that start out, they just don't want to lose. Um, but uh, I want to. I'm curious on Jest because I'm from Nyack, which is about uh, I'd say 40 minutes um, north of the city or Staten Island, I guess. Um, which You're is pretty close. Yeah, no, it's not. It's pretty. We're like a 30 minute drive from the Armory. Oh, um, I didn't realize it. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, it depends on traffic. It could be 30 minutes to like an hour and 30 minutes, but... Yeah. Um, I love running at home. I just, you know, you get really used to those roads, and just those road runs mean a lot to me. Can you talk a little about talk a little bit about just uh, the runs you have at home and the kind of the running community you have in Staten Island? Because I'm curious about it. I never really knew what running was like in the city. The Staten Island running community is amazing. Like, I, I run at Clove Lakes Park, Um it's like a bunch of concrete loops, basically asphalt loops. So I, I'm pretty adjusted to that kind of hard surface. There's a few soft surface, but it's like maybe a mile long. That's really it. Um, you ha- kind of have to get creative and it's pretty limited, but I, um, what I typically do on an easy run is I just run to the park two miles, then just loop around the park and then run back. It's very, um, calculated for me. And th- there's always runners at Clove Lake. It was so perfect. You know, I love running there. And then how different is that to now the road runs you're doing in Florida? Very different. Um, now we take vans out. We go to this place called Castle a lot of times. It's just a, a road that goes straight out for like 10 miles. You can go as far as you want. I usually do my long runs there. Um, I can run on the golf course around campus. And then there's a few like soft surface loops. They're called Sweetwater where there's actually alligators all over the place. And it's not sweet. I always joke around like it, it smells smells disgusting over there it's not sweet at all <laughs> yeah there's there's alligators it's pretty cool it's cool sounds cool um so like you said before you redshirted in cross country um is that a coach's decision or your decision um and like what does a redshirt season look like so mostly a coach's decision just based on how my workouts looked um i think i just need a little time to get into it and i think i'm taking this year as just a building year just getting my feet wet in the college scene and building my fitness for next year. Like next year, I hope to be able to score and do pretty well and contribute to the team. Um, but I just did two unattached races and cross. So I did the UF Mountain Dew invite where there were some like local Florida teams, extremely competitive. I, I got 52nd in that race out of like a hundred people. And then I went, I did the FSU invite um, two eight case. And then I, and then instead of racing the championship races, I just didn't do anything there. Um, I wasn't able to contribute anyway, so it was good. I let my team take care of business and just focus on building. And I did, and for indoor, I did one race so far yesterday. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about that race or do you have? I I was just had another question. How does that feel like, because as runners, like I know I would kind of go crazy a little bit if I didn't race and was just like in the training block for so long. How does it feel like? to not race for that long do you like get yeah. like a little anxious like oh i'm ready to go or do you like it and also were you initially disappointed to hear that um you're at your no okay no definitely not 
Um, because I re- my goal, like I want to, I have a vision of what I'm doing. Like when I'm a fifth year or fourth year, like I want to be able to like to do extremely well and I'll make the national meet. Like I want to, that's what I'm doing this for. And like this year I'm taking it as a building year. And I'm actually really happy that I can have a fifth year. Like to me, that's really exciting because it gives me more time and I, I feel more confident in what I'm doing. Cause I have that extra year now, you know, I'm sorry. What was your other question? I think it's yours. Um, just, do you get anxious, not racing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's I, I, like I said, I'm extremely competitive and I love to race. Like that's why I do this at the end of the day. Like I, I love racing. I genuinely really enjoy it. Um, and it can be because t- I used to race every single weekend. I raced maybe like 40 times last year. And now so far I've raced th- three times. Um, but I guess you kind of just keep showing up every day. And I realize I'm doing it for a reason. Like I'll be able to race more later on. It's a little tough on me mentally, especially because like I love racing so much. But I guess just show up every day. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> this is a question. I'm going to hit him with the question finally. The, the question he's been excited <laughs> to ask. I've been, I mean, as soon as I put the, the pieces together in my mind, you're going to Florida. I got to ask about Parker Valby. I just have to. Um, I just, as like a freshman coming in there, do you have a relationship with her? Like, what is she just like as a teammate? I'm just very curious as like being the best collegiate runner out there right now. It's pretty crazy. I, like, I see her like lift, like we're not personally too close, but I see her around all the time and it's pretty crazy, honestly, like just having her there at the end, like you don't want to idolize somebody like at the end of the day, she's still a teammate, but you got to realize like she was the first runner to break 15. Like she's a little behind me in the 5k right now. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have somebody on your team. That's that accomplished too, because you know, it's possible at your college that you can be there. And, um, one thing that gave me a confidence boost was because we recently had a coaching change. Like she was doing really well under coach Zelinsky and coach Palmer. This is his first full year. He came in halfway through last year. So just seeing his training work so well for Parker, like I'm doing the same workouts as her basically. Like she's cross training and I'm doing easy runs. Like that's the only difference. And like, that just gives me a sense of confidence and like, I kind of buy into what coach Palmer's doing and it's not only Parker. Like he recruited a lot of girls from New Mexico. Like we got Elise and um, Maz. Maz is like, she got fourth in the nation in the 5k last year. And then Elise was an elite steepler. She was also, she did something crazy at the national meet. Um, so just seeing them do so well and be able to score, like they got fifth in the nation, the girls at, in cross country nationals. So seeing them do that with the same workouts that I'm doing, it, it gives me a lot of confidence. Totally. Yeah, I definitely bet. Um, uh, so I think the next thing I want to get into is the race that you had yesterday. Um, this was your track opener, right? Yeah. This was my first college. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. So you, <laughs> so you just want to take us from high school. <laughs> well, yeah, we had our collegiate opener as well yesterday. A little, a little bit of a different like. level. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, talk, t- just talk us through all about, um, what happened yesterday and you know, how you feel about the race. Yeah. So Going in, I was hoping to hit somewhere close to what I hit last year. Um, I my conversion was eight eighteen. I ended up hitting eight thirty three, so it was way off. But I'm I'm happy with how I did. I raced hard and I put myself out there. That's all you can ask for. I right now I'm just not in shape to run what I ran. Um, I think I just need to v- develop my fitness, but I raced to the best of my ability. So that's all you can ask for. Um, what was really interesting about the race was 
So there were 12 or 13. I think it was 13 guys. So it was me and my teammate who were two unattached. And then everybody else was from FSU. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then all 11 of them beat us. So it was oh, 11 FSU guys, then me, then Orlando. You yeah. know? So very humbling. Very humbling. Yeah, we were kind of humbled in our race too a little bit. We uh, we had some. We were in the mile. Yeah, we had some expectations. We were like, oh, we can go four thirty-five. That'd be a nice. Yeah, I'll I'll preface first that our both our high school PRs are four forty, and so our big our big goals. I mean, Noah doesn't like time goals as much as me. I'm a big time goal guy for better for worse. Um, Yeah. And I think for both of us, we really want to dip under four thirty for this indoor or outdoor. I mean, we don't run the mile in outdoor, but dip under 430 is the big goal and so we went in there we're really not that much into our training block after cross country you know haven't hit that many speed workouts but i think that delusional of just going into your first race again thinking you can run what you ran even better in high school yeah uh we went went into it trying to go mid 430s that was the goal i don't even want to say it It didn't work out might be a little embarrassed with it, time, but it was it was all right. It didn't sub work five. Out. It was sub five. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll take that. Yeah, you know, you know what? I like being transparent about things. Also, there was a big rivalry here um, because we kind of like have a bit of a mile rivalry going, or just kind of race rivalry. Well, kind of like made up by the team. Yeah, between us two, kind of made up by the team a little bit. Um, because we're so close in PRs. Because we're so close, and we have the same high school PB, um, even though I did beat him in every cross-country race. No, that doesn't matter. You don't talk about um, that. Uh, is that, you know. Who won yesterday? He beat me. <laughs> <laughs> he beat me yesterday. Um, so you guys raced yesterday, too? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome, wow. Yeah. It was our first collegiate race. Um, yeah, I, I felt a much different vibe from high school. Obviously, I mean, I ran pretty much every race at the Armory, so... Yeah. This was my first. Did you ever race at RCC ever? No. I don't know why you would. I don't know why you would, but I know RCC is Rockland Community College. Um, it's the only flat track really around that I've ever raced on. Okay. Um, so this is my first ever real flat track experience. And yeah, 450 and 454. That's what I'm going to say. Wasn't, <laughs> was not, was not too good. It was not too good. Well, it was a rust buster. True. That's that's what I'm thinking. That's it's so I'm hard thinking. to predict what you're gonna hit, you know, like especially like your first race of this. It was your, it was your first ever college indoor race. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so so was mine yesterday. Wow. Yeah. We opened mm-hmm. up to, at the same time. Yeah. Maybe the exact same time. You never know. What time was but, your race? Um, about six. About six, I'd say. Okay, I was slightly earlier, so I raced two hours before you guys opened up. Gotcha. Okay. But no, it was. It was a lot. Um, and, you know, maybe my mindset wasn't the best going into it. I actually ran uh, at the Armory a week ago at, at, at Night at the Races meet. Um, Night at the Races, it was called? Yeah. Okay. Uh, just, like, to do unattached, like, you know, I just, like, random people go to that meet to run a 3K. But that wasn't – that one even worse. Its point is we're still in the middle of building fitness, uh, yeah. like you touched on. So um, I'm just excited to see myself progress, see everyone progress, really. Yeah. So what's your mentality going like into like starting the season? Like your what's your mindset before a race? Do you have any like pre-race superstitions that you like to do or Um so I have a very weird one and maybe mildly embarrassing, but this cologne right here is called Lucky and I always 
for some reason, like I have to put it on before a race. Like I've been doing that since like junior year of high school. I, I just, I don't know why, but that's just something I do, but I know it doesn't do anything, but um, before the race, I think the big thing I was talking about my teammate about this, um, just being open to all possibilities. Like you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how you're going to feel. Um, you don't know if you're going to feel good or if you're not going to feel good. You're going to die out. Like there's so anything can happen, you know? And I think being open and being okay with no matter what happens and just being able to leave the race saying that you tried your best and you gave it all you had, like, no, if, as long as you do that, it's a successful day. That's what I try to go in saying. And I think that takes that edge off, like, of like, oh, I have to run well, or like not being attached to an outcome. So I think that's helped me immensely and I'm able to, I feel like go, I'm pretty good at going into the race, like calm and just composed. And I think that's why I can kind of race to the best of my ability. I really like that mindset. Yeah, it's great. I think that really would have helped me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that's, that's a really good way to, to think about it. Um, Moving. I know we should be talking about college a lot, but you had such a prolific high school career. I do want to touch on a couple more of those races. Um, Specifically, I know you went to Arcadia last year. Yes. Um, can you just talk about the Arcadia experience and just everything? Because that's where you broke nine for the first time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. The only yeah. Time so nine. just uh, talk about that and how, how cool being flying all the way out to California just was for that meet and everything. It was so cool. So we went with the whole team. My high school coach, John Padula, paid for maybe 11 of us. He $13,000 he paid. He paid for our flights. He paid for, for the hotel, everything. Um, and it was like a whole team thing. Like everybody was there. And I remember before my race, everybody was running really poorly. I was like, oh no, you know, I was a little nervous. But um, coach, like we, we talked, we sat down and talked and I was able to go in very calm and composed and I was confident. Like I knew I was ready to break nine. But at the same time, it was hard. We were talking about being attached to outcomes. Like, I knew I was going there to break nine. My PR was nine Oh three going in. And I was like, I would have been so disappointed if I didn't break nine. Like it's just so hard to not go in attached to that outcome. So I felt like a sense of pressure. Like I knew, like I can't go in focused, hyper focused on nine minutes, but you want to break that barrier. So I went in um, and I guess I, I did a good job just being very relaxed. Like I felt really calm and confident going into the race. Um, I did make a tactical error. I was on the outside the whole time. Like I literally ran like maybe an extra hundred meters or so. Like I was, I was in shape for much faster than that. If I went out a little harder and with the front of the pack, I probably would have run in the eight forties, but whatever. I, I broke nine. So just take it for what it is. But I, but when I finished that race, I was so happy. Like that that's like the dream crossing the line at Arcadia under nine minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. Were you in the heat with Simeon, Birnbaum, and Connor Burn that fast heat or no? no? No, I was in maybe two heats slower than them. Gotcha. What was such a fast meet? That's crazy. Crazy, yeah. Yeah. Um, another fast meet, uh, track night in New York City, right, where you ran 4.08 in the mile. Um, such a, like, great meet. I remember watching that a while ago. Um, talk a little bit about that and just kind of, like, being around all those other great athletes, too. It's pretty cool. I, I saw like so many world class athletes and even amazing high school athletes. And I mean, it was just such a really cool race. Um, I don't know. Like, I, it was just the everything came into place that day. There was a pacer. And then I believe Colin Bowler took it out. Like he was sitting on the pacer. He went through in like two flat. 
And then I was in the chase pack. So like Braden Seymour from Newberry Park was ahead of me. And then I just sat on him. And then we went through in like 59 without the stagger. So it was like 61, like with the extra nine meters or whatever it is. And then I was like in pain, but I woke up towards the end and like just lap by lap, I woke up and I just had it that day. And it was perfect. Cause like I said, I just got to sit on him and just kick out, kick him at the end. And I mean, the stars align, you know, that, that was pretty much like all I was in shape for. I could not have gone any faster than that. So it was perfect. I ran to the absolute best of my ability. And how cool is it being doing that at Icon? That's where it is, right? Icon. Yeah, Icon. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love running there. It's really cool. Um, but uh, I think a question that I'm just personally curious on is how the city running actually like the competition of it actually works because the rest of New York, obviously, I'm from Section One. He's from Section Five. Yeah, but there's not re- there's not really sections, right? It's just so how like how do you how do you make the state meet at like, how, I don't really understand how it works there. Like, so I'm in, so in the city, I believe there's four sections, I guess you would call it. So there's the PSAL, the CHAA, and then I don't even know the other two. They're a little smaller. Um, The CHAA is like pretty prominent as well. So there's like a uh, Fordham prep, like Xavier Farrell, you know, a lot of those schools. Um, And the PSAL is like, Wagner, Brooklyn Tech, a lot of those schools. Um, so I was lucky. Usually the PSEL for distance is pretty not so prominent. I like they're good at sprinting, but in distance, we're not like so so great. But for some reason, like the PSAL when I was a junior and senior just was amazing. So we had Nate Wooten, who goes to Loyola Chicago now. He's in, he ran 854 at Arcadia. And then Shane, he's still around. He's committed to UPenn. He ran 859 as a junior. Um, so we battled it out and we really pushed each other. So in the PSAL top two at city, so there's a city championships and then the top two there go to States. And then if you have the time qualifier, which is like nine forty or something in the two mile, you can go to States as well. So you need to get top three at, at cities. That's the only way to make States. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. I uh, think it's a little less rigorous than being in the sections. Well, sections is tough because it depends on um, – I'm going to go – I'm going to talk about it from my teammate's point of view because obviously I was in that position. But my teammate who was on the show last week, Matthew Schutzbank. Um, I know. Yeah. yeah. It depends on if you what races you want to run and which ones you want to take seriously because, you know, we have like – our first meet of championship season is our league meet, but it's just us and three other schools. Do you really want to take that very seriously if you're like so much better than everyone else like he is? Um, what ends up happening last year is that he would just triple. He tripled leagues and won uh, 800 mile 32. He tripled uh, counties, won all three there. Like, it was insane. But then you do sections, class B, and then you do state quals, which... That's a it's, you have to do all of them? Like, you're required? You, no, no, no. You, you only have to do state quals to make states. Okay. But it's like every everybody does race the other ones, though. Because, like, you don't want to say, oh, I just didn't do county champs. Like, you want to say I'm a county champ in the mile or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, it, it, state quality is the only one that matters, but um, it, it's just a lot. It's a lot of racing for the championship season. Oh, so. definitely. That takes a lot out of your legs, especially to triple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be doing that this year. But I know he plans on trying to go for the the 1,000 and the mile at indoor states, which is going to be a he's lot. He's going to try to win them both? Yeah. How is he looking in training? Is training going well for him? Yeah, it really is. Um, 
you know, he, uh, like a lot of people know, he doesn't do cross country. He just, he does soccer. So, um, he's, I didn't know that actually. I, oh, really? Wow. Yeah. He, he doesn't do cross. He does soccer. Uh, it's a big thing. Everybody in the county is like thankful for it, but like doesn't understand why. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, um, the thing is, is, uh, he has to take time to get back into it, but he's also just a, a beast. He's an animal. So he wastes no time running, you know, close to his PB in the mile, insane thousand, U.S. number one thousand time right now. So is it two twenty nine? It's faster than I ran. Wow. So really... he's, yeah, it's going really. He's running at the Yale uh, High School Classic today. So okay, mile or one k? I think the one k. I don't know. He's trying to get into Milrose, which is the big goal. So that's a tough race to get into uh yeah he wanted to get into it last year really badly yes go to the armory for that and like yeah. do all the races exactly um so last year you won new york state gatorade athlete of the year and uh track how did that feel and then like is there like a ceremony for that like or like how does that work or like a award you get or how how does you know how did that all yeah. go down so i ended up getting like a ton of prizes like so i I submit, it was like a long application. Like my coach and I filled it out. Like you need a bunch of recommendations. Like you have to, it's a long thing. And they don't look at just athletics. Like they look at like volunteering, like how you are as a student, stuff like that. Um, so it's a very rigorous decision process. So um, when I won it, I was, I was like, I knew it was going to be a tight race. I knew there was like a sprinter who like broke the state record or something. I don't know his name, but I know he was like really good. So my coach said like, you may not win it because this kid like broke the state record, but I was, I, I won it and I was really happy. I, I just got a text from Padula in the morning. who was my coach. He was like, you won the Gatorade player of the year. And I was like, Oh, I, I was pleasantly surprised. And I got a bunch of cool stuff. I got a book bag. I got um, a planner and then a trophy, which I have back there. Um, so a lot of cool stuff. It's pretty awesome. Awesome. Dang. I guess I always had it in my head that they just kind of chose you. Like, I didn't know you would have to fill out like a bunch no. of, if you don't apply, you can't win it. Wow. It's hmm. interesting. Yeah. But, um, all right. Uh, so what are the, um, so I know you're, like you said, you're redshirting indoor, I think. Um, but, um, what are the, like, are you still going to run a bunch more unattached races or what's the season going to look like for you? So most, there's a slim chance that I'm not going to redshirt if I like pop off and run like 20 seconds faster, but Honestly, like I'm content with redshirting, like because, like I said, I really want to have that fifth year and I want to run really well. Like I want to make the national meet and everything. So, um, I'm probably what I think is I'm gonna do two more races, and it looks like I'm gonna do one more three k and then a mile. Um, so time wise in the three k, I'd be content with maybe like ten seconds faster or so, and in the mile, if I can run like four ten, four oh eight, I'd be good with that. But we'll see. Just try my best. Just run to the best of my ability. Um, I kind of have a gauge of where I'm at now, 833 in the 3K. I'm, I'm not really – I don't feel like I'm in great shape right now, but I'm just happy that I raced to the best of my ability. I'm just going to take it day by day. Mm -hmm. Right. Why is it that you don't feel like you're in great shape? Is it just a lack of, like, speed work? Um, or We've done very little, like, raw speed. We do a lot of, like, speed endurance. Like, we do tempos and stuff like that. That's where the most of the speed comes from. Um, but I just feel like, like in comparison to where I was last year, like, I feel like if it were me by the end of last year, like I would have been able to hold on and probably run like, you know, like eight fourteen or something in that race. But I just couldn't do it. I, I just died out. The like I put myself in position. I went out in four twenty eight, and then I just died the last K I started hitting like 35. So 
it was just completely tied up. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first semester is done. Um, how was that? How did that transition from high school to college go? Just like running academic wise, like social life. How did you all balance that out? Academically, in the beginning, it was a little hard, but I got the hang of it. I, I was on the ropes, honestly, like between bio and, and math class. I was like on the verge of like, am I going to pass this class? You know, um, but I worked hard. That's the thing. Like I work really well. I'm competitive and I do well under pressure. Like that's why I think I do well on track, but it helped me academically too. So I was able to get by, um, thankfully. So now I'm in my second semester. I have a little bit of a lighter schedule. So I'm grateful for that. What what year are you guys? We're both freshmen. Yes. So we're the same as you. Oh, I, I thought you were older than me for some reason. Thank you. I guess. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> for some reason, I thought you were like sophomores or juniors. Like I, that's, I just have that thought in my mind. Gotcha. I mean, no, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. But uh, no, we're freshmen. Um, no, I remember. I remember seeing because, like I said, Schutz raced you a lot last year. I remember seeing you at a bunch of races. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, my thing is not to bring it back to Parker Valby, but obviously the big thing about her is that how much she cross trains and how much little mileage she actually does. Is that a team wide thing, or is that just her specifically? That's just her specifically. Okay. That's something she did when she was with Coach Zelinsky. She's been injured before so she just wants to stay off her feet as much as possible she works out gets the 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 work in and then she cross trains to recover and get that like base stuff in but most guys like my coach here is pretty big on cross training um like I cross trained today before this podcast but um most days of the week I'm just gonna either run or run double you know um occasionally I'll cross train like as a recovery day but not very often. Not that I want to expose the secrets of University of Florida training, but how much has there been a big mileage bump up for you? What was the comparison to what you're running in high school? Yeah. So in high school, I did like 45, maybe 50 at like the very highest, but it was typically like in the, in the, somewhere in the forties. Now I hit like 62 miles. So I'm, I'm up there now. My body's responding well, like cross country was just like 50 miles easy. And then we just slowly ramped it up, like really made sure because my coach is very big into injury prevention. So I'd rather keep it low and stay healthy than go super high and then get hurt and then come back, you know? So, um, but my body's handling it fine. I'm on about like 60 miles right now. How many are you guys on? Uh, well, we, we talked about this a lot before how we came from high school programs that were very low mileage. Um, very low and more more about the the quality instead of the actual quantity of it so that changed a lot when we got here um now we're hitting our max indoor range is 50 a week um but uh i think in cross we were hitting 55 um at some point next year i know we're going to be in the 60s that's our what i think we're going to be at yeah you definitely want to keep it like it sounds like you guys are doing this similar to what I'm doing like with the, the consistency. Like you want to be safe, you know? Exactly. And that's why, you know, it's a mindset thing of right before we left for break, I got really sick and I couldn't run for a couple of days. And that, you know, I was on the upward, like right getting back from cross. I was on the upward trend, like going like, you know, 20, 35, 40, and then smack down to like 15 because I couldn't run for a couple of days and then hit 50 the next week. And it's kind of the mental stuff of, how do you respond when you can't run for a day, two days? Um, but 
that's just things you got to deal with, honestly. No, definitely. It's just part of life, and that's just part of being in the sport. Next thing I want to get into is specific recovery because we talk about recovery a lot and specifically how people go about it and how they how it helps them specifically because I feel like keeping your body uh, right and well is a very individual thing, but there are a lot of ways to do it. So how would you say you best recover from hard sessions or something like that? Um, honestly, like just eating very closely after the, to the run, that's important. Like getting protein in, getting like a sufficient meal. Um, and the big thing for me is sleep. Like I take sleep very, very seriously. Like I take naps throughout the day if I need it. Um, and I try to get eight hours a night. Like I typically go to bed at like, if I have a workout in the morning, like I work out really early, I go to bed at like nine, nine thirty. Um, and I take like one like 0.5 milligrams of melatonin to help me fall asleep. I don't know if it's mental or not, but I take very small dose of melatonin to help me fall asleep. And that's like my number one thing. Like I cannot go throughout my day without like, like a really good night's sleep. So that's my number one. And other than that, just let it take care of itself. You know, just go throughout my day. Maybe sometimes I'll jump in the boots, but I kind of just do what I have to do and then just get a good night's sleep. And that's really it. Sometimes we have arguments um, in terms of what a recovery run is to certain people. Are you the kind of guy who, um, on an easy run day, it's just kind of like a moderate run, but you're still kind of moving? Or do you like go slow, slow, like I know a lot of other people do? Uh, I've always been in high school. So in high school, I was kind of more on like the easy side. I wouldn't go like super slow, but... I would definitely like make sure it's a recovery run because we were more, it was a different ideology. Like in high school, I would do hard days, hard, easy, easy days, easy. So I can go as easy or, or as like, I can go pretty much as easy as I want I can go like eight thirty pace if I want. But on high school, I typically go like seven forty, just nice and easy, you know, not super slow, but not fast either. Um, but here in college, it's more of like, we do what would they what we call GR runs. So it's like between 620 and 640 pace. So that's like a little bit of a a, a decent effort, you know, like for a 50 minute run. Um and then we have RE days. So we have like specific days where you can go whatever pace you want. Um but most days are GR runs. So it's like not as much of a recovery run. Yes. Yeah, answers uh, my question. Um so can you talk a little bit more about the coaching transition from high school to now being a D1 athlete in college with all the resources you have? Yeah. Um, the main thing was that coaching change. And I'm very lucky to have a really good coach. Like I've, I kind of bought into my coach pretty quickly. Um, I do miss my old coach. Like I, we, we really had a good thing going. Like I did really well under him. I, I was progressing really well. Um, but I'm just lucky to have a coach now that I genuinely trust. And part of that is what we were talking about earlier with Parker and Elise and Maz, like all doing so well under Palmer's workouts. Um, and everybody speaks highly of coach Palmer. So I, I, the main thing is just buying in and trusting your coach. Like if you can trust your coach, like you're going to be fine, you know? Um, I have a major question. I'm going to ask it very bluntly. Unless I haven't looked hard enough, you don't have Strava. Or you I, I used to have it. Um, so why but I not? We did it because <laughs> I can't. I personally, and maybe I'm too attached. I can't imagine just like going through my daily basis like without Strava anymore. So, 
So it's not Strava specifically, but I, I just kind of don't like social media. Like I, I literally, I don't have Instagram. I don't have Snapchat. I don't have Strava. I don't have TikTok. Like I live under a rock. Sometimes I use YouTube, but that's pretty much it. Like, I don't even like to go on that. Um, so it's more like just me not liking social media more than like having a problem with Strava. Um, I just like to focus on myself and I think I, I just don't consider social media too good. So I just stay away from it. Hey, I fully agree with you on that. I really, I only ever use Instagram to like, um, kind of post stuff for this, honestly. Yeah. And, um, I don't have Snapchat either, but Strava, I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm obsessed and it's really not good. And I mean, maybe it is, but I just, whew, maybe I have to scale it back, but I, I can't imagine myself doing it. It's not even on a social media level, honestly. And what I see where you're coming from, I just like, I love it. <laughs> I don't know. Or to like track your. Yeah. Like I love the graph going up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The graph um, is pretty good. And I just love it telling me my mileage, like how many miles I did at the end of the year or. Some people are just some people are flat out funny on that app. So I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's not so bad. It's social. It's running. You know, it's, it's running. Like, it's literally just running social media, which, yeah. in my opinion, makes it better for me mentally. So, yeah, if it works for you, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, as as long as it's not destructive in any way, like, but it, it's not like Instagram or any. It's it's a you're posting runs, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So do you just have a normal like written training log or is it online or how do you record no, your you runs? the name of the podcast um <laughs> <laughs> honestly i kind of just do what the coach tells me like i i don't really like i, I connect it to garmin but i barely even look at that i kind of just take it day by day you know i don't really look at miles like sometimes i have curiosity i'll check my mileage but i just go very much by how my body feels like if I need an off day, I'll like scale it back one day or if I feel good, just keep going at it, you know? Um, and I, I, I kind of just don't look at it. It's respectable. Yeah. Um, um, so obviously Florida historically just like amazing program, especially on the track side. Um, how is like the team culture like in Florida now? Like, is it just, just the energy like dude, dude, amazing? amazing? Yeah. yeah. It really is. It's it's an awesome thing to be a part of. Um, and we are in a rebuilding phase of our distance program. Um, now that we have Coach Farmer, like we're getting some of the best recruits in the state of Florida. We just got a guy, my roommate, Parvez. He's a 340, 1500 guy from India, um, 147, 800. Wow. Like, we're getting some amazing guys coming in. And the culture is just, I like, year by year it's getting better and right now the culture is like amazing like everybody wants to get better the team isn't where we want to be yet but i have no doubt that in by the time i'm a junior like we're going to be a good team you know um this everything's in place we're getting the recruits everybody works hard it, it's a great thing to be a part of um and just being part of building something that's not where we want to be yet is it's it's so cool because like i know like i see the progress being made and i know it's going to get good yeah, and I'm guessing that played a large part in your decision to go there is that you can see the future of where your coach is, you know, putting this program in his head. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think part of, like most of it was just I wanted to be somewhere where I fit in and, and like I genuinely fit in with them. And I just realized, like I felt like I'd be happy wherever I can fit in. I can, I can do well and I feel like I'm at home. So that was like the big thing, you know. Mm -hmm. And you talk about 
you, as a you, you yeah well yeah um <laughs> you said a lot in the beginning about how you want to contribute and everything like that as you know everyone would but um how different is um having or maybe not different the question i'm trying to ask is what was your team like as in high school on a competitive side were you guys trying to win track meets or were you guys not the strongest team we had a really good high school team um we had Keith Connolly. We had Michael Rodriguez, my junior year especially. I mean, it was amazing. We had Keith. We had Michael. So Keith was a 425 guy. We had Mike 150. You know Mike? I don't. Well, he was a year older than us. He was a 151 guy in high school, four flat 1500 guy. So it was cool to have him push us. And then we had Fernando Diaz. He ran 422 as a junior. Um, he was probably in shape to run like 413. He just didn't put it together, but I think he's going to have a really good year this year. He was fit and he was awesome to work out with. So we had a really good high school team and even like some amazing sprinters. So it was cool. What? So, and you guys were all there during the same time. Yeah. Were though, did you guys have any insane relays then? Yeah, we had, um, we broke eight in the, uh, we could have gone faster, but in the four by eight, we ran seven fifty eight, Um, and we ran like 10, 13 in the DMR with, some guys not running the best. Like we didn't really put together the best races sometimes, but we ran really well. And I think if we like we were running on all cylinders, at the end of my senior year, we probably gonna hit like maybe ten oh six in the DMR. Like a really solid time, you know. Yeah. So down the line, especially coming, you know, outdoor and next year, where do you see yourself? Um, like time wise, as a runner, as a person. Like next what's year the, or this year? Um, at the end of this year. So, like, where do you see yourself? Um, like, what do you define success for this year? Okay. Um, I think that's an interesting question because of where we're at. Like, all three of us. Like, we're all college freshmen, and it, it's a big adjustment. Um, and I know you guys too. Like, it, it's it's hard, right? So, I think maybe like if I can PR in general, like just get a little better this year than I was last year. I would take that as a win. You know, um, I think it's very much a building year. And I think next year I want to get, I want to make a big jump, but this year, like if I can dip under eight eighteen in the three K, if I can run in the five K, I had a lot of room to grow. Like, I think I could have run much faster than 1445. So I think I, I can probably hit like 1415, 1420 in the five K 14, even 1425. Um, and then the mile just, hit around what I hit last year, you know, just, I want some PR, like some PR, you know? Mm-hmm. So what about you guys? What are you, uh, do you have any like time goals? Well, like I said, he's not, Noah's not very big on time goals, right? I'm more of a process orient- oriented guy, I'd gotcha. say. Um, I'm a big time goal guy. Uh, I want to, I want to dip under 430 and I want to dip under two. Those are like the big those are the big ones. Um, I've never been the strongest 3K, 3200 runner. So I just, I don't even care what the time is. I just want to put together a even split 3K for the first time ever. <laughs> it's hard. It really is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but really, I mean, I like I am about the times, but more or less, I just want to have a good time and be consistent. That's really, I want to have consistent races. I don't want to have, um, I just want my training to put me in a place where I can go into every race expecting a good outcome, really. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm starting to see, like, I'm just starting to realize what you're saying is, like, 
yeah college freshmen it's a building year like we're not expected to like you know pop off and go crazy right and i'm just starting to realize that now you know we have four years of this thing like it's it's gonna take time right and it's i think you know especially across country i was like oh like i want to run fast now where it's like realistically there's so many things going on in our lives right now yeah 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 and there's like so many things going on in our lives like we have school we're in a totally new environment new people like i don't Mm -hmm. know like i don't know anyone here when i got here right so just kind of balancing all those things and then your mind's telling you all right go run the best you ever have before 20 seconds exactly yeah right it's like oh the training you know it's like i'm doing more training than ever like i should pr by 20 seconds right but like realistically that's not gonna happen because your body's not used to it you've never done it before yeah that and there's just so much like you mentioned there's so much going on in your life you know between the academics like the the adjustment it's just a lot for you to process and the training's completely different like that's gonna affect you too you know and you, you have a new coach like it, it just it completely messes up your rhythm and i think definitely just realizing that this year like if you can just hit what you hit last year that's a success and then i, I know like a lot of people like they stagnate their freshman year and then sophomore year they just pop off you know because they get settled in and then like they they're comfortable now like they're comfortable like you you'll be comfortable in your environment and then you just explode, you shoot up and then all the training starts to pay off. So it's a, it, like very process oriented, like you're, you're big on. So I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Um, unless you have anything else, I think we're good to get into the speed round. Unless yes. You got anything else. I'm totally down to get into our, so at the end of each episode, we usually just do some, a couple of just funny rapid fire questions, you know, the end on a lighthearted mood. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're just going to come at you. Do you want to do your famous one first? Okay. My famous one. Um, What's the largest animal you can theoretically beat in a fight? Uh, <laughs> I want to say a gator, but I can't beat a gator in a fight. Uh, elephant? Whoa. Oh. Okay. I think I can beat an elephant in a fight. Yeah? How? Because <laughs> <How? laughs> <laughs> it's slow. I can oh, okay. okay. Start wailing at it, you know? All right, great. <laughs> Our coach said a tiger. Our coach said a tiger, which is not even close to true, but... Yeah. Whatever. Um, next one <laughs> is um, a <laughs> favorite spike you've ever worn. Favorite what? Favorite spike for any race, I guess. What do you mean favorite spike? Like just oh. uh. Oh, yeah, dragon running. Fly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. What about favorite trainer? Pegasus. I d- I wore the Infinity Reacts my whole career, but he switched me to the Pegasus, and I'm fine with it. You know, I'm not piggy. I'll just wear whatever. Your coach switched your shoes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Does everybody run a pegs? No. A lot of the like he likes the pegs. Like he's trying to get everybody on the pegs and the vomeros. So okay. there's a variety. Like, some people wear hoka stuff like that. Um, favorite pro runner. I'm not big into pro running, surprisingly. Favorite runner that isn't yourself. Uh I guess Gitch Hayes. He runs Ooh. for North Carolina. I remember. Okay. I remember. Um, favorite song right now? Uh, Ode to the Mets by The Strokes. You know that song? It's a great song. I'm a we're, big Strokes guy. We're, we're big, big Strokes guys. We're big Strokes guys. That is an amazing song. Yeah. That is an song. absolutely amazing song. Um, well, we get along then. We have a similar taste in music. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I saw um, The Strokes in person, um, and they're amazing. Wow. Yeah. Where'd you see them? In Syracuse. 
Wow, that's so cool, man. Yeah. It might have you might have just answered the next question, but best artist to run to. I don't listen to music when I run, okay. but I guess the strokes. Probably strokes. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. Um, what about if you had to choose one food to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pizza. No, halal food. It has to be halal okay. food. Okay. I just learned what that was today, to be honest. Well, it's amazing. Have you ever you've never tried it? No. Dude, you got to try it. It's so good. Give, give the background as to where you're from. Oh, yeah. So I'm from like the Buffalo area. So. Okay. Do they have law food over there? Uh, n- not that I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm going to save the, the really good one. Um, I know so you don't listen to music on runs. This doesn't really matter for that. Does, does, does Taylor Swift deserve the praise that she gets? Did Travis Kelsey make her famous? I don't know who that is. I don't have yeah, I, he said he doesn't watch football. Oh. Um, well, you know who Taylor Swift is, though. But Taylor, I know who Taylor Swift is. Yeah. But Taylor, I guess she does. I, I don't like her. I don't ha- I don't listen to her music, but I don't have anything against her. Like, she, people like her. That's fine, you know? That's a good answer. Okay. I like to really diss her on the podcast even though i have no actual problem i guess that's it. funny to like rank on like rank on her right right yeah. because we have some girls on our team that get absolutely pissed at me for doing that. <laughs> yeah, so just keep messing yeah. with them it's funny yeah um my last question um are you a hat guy when you run no no i i, I like i like hats but they i cannot they always fall off you know mm. so when i run okay. actually i have two more split shorts or half tights half tights and good answer. And what is the best season to run in? Indoor. That's not the question. What is the <laughs> best, um, like out of winter, spring? Oh, yeah. Oh. But I, I actually really respect that indoor. Indoor. Answer. I really respect that's, that. Yeah. In it's my opinion, that's a terrible opinion. take. Yeah. What's your favorite? Outdoor. Outdoor. Okay. That's, what, that's like a, the most common answer. I feel like, but yeah. Mine's cross. Yeah. Um. I guess winter, but I don't like the winter in general, just to run winter time. Okay. But the summers, now that I say it, like the summer. It's so like, hard to decide, right? It's hard, yeah. It's yeah. either the winter or the summer. Gotcha. I think I finally settled on summer. Okay. And you're, you're winter? I'm confused, basically. <laughs> I don't it's, know it's what like, to pick. Now I'm, I'm getting so indecisive about it. Because yeah. like, like, every season has its, it's own pros and its cons. You know what I'm saying? What? It's pros and it's cons. Yeah, so. definitely. Because now in Florida, right, it's just summer, somewhat hot yeah. and then really hot. Yeah. So now it's like warm and then it's hot, basically. Yeah. Well, un- unless, well, the only thing we ever end it is um, if you have any question or anything for us. But besides that, I think. This yeah. Be- do you have any questions for us or do you have any like advice for us? Ooh. Um, Advice? I guess just keep at it. I mean, you guys seem very passionate. I think you're going to be fine. Um, but question, like, what are your goals for, like, later on in the NCAA? Like, when you're upperclassmen, where do you see yourselves? Um, so two really good schools just left their conference. So I think getting high placement in our conference, especially in track, for me is a big goal. To contribute, like, to the team? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fair. Um, well, I think next year, definitely, we're trying to, because we have a lot of seniors returning as fifth years because of the COVID eligibility. So we're hoping to really make an NCAA cross team push this uh, 
next next year. Um, assuming that a lot of us can make a big jump sophomore year, like you said. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of down the line, I agree with Noah. I want some high placements. I really, I, I'm a big believer in just if you put your head down and just do all the work, it's gonna pay off. Somehow. Absolutely, yeah. That's so, all you can do. Exactly. Um, so. You know, I set really lofty goals for myself. I, I just want to make as many D3 national meets as I can individually, which, you know, after running a 454 yesterday doesn't seem very realistic, but You're fine, it's a bro. season open. It yeah. It'll race. come. It'll come. So I really, yeah, because yeah, my, my was my best or favorite event. So I just want to get a lot faster in that and try to make some nationals races in that. Yeah, and I think my mind was stuck in the track realm because we're in track now. But definitely making a cross cross team. nationals a team cross yeah. nationals would be that's the, the coolest big goal. thing yeah yeah okay. I'm rooting for you guys thank you thank you thank you uh, we're rooting for you so thank you so much you. for coming on uh, really was a pleasure and yeah, thanks um, so much for having me. great to meet you guys yeah, yeah you too so uh, yeah thank you thank yeah you we'll so stay much. in touch thank you yep. yeah all right all right.